on our journey following the Lord when God illumines every step we take there are times when circumstances make perfect sense to us as we try to understand each move he makes but when the path grows And our questions have no answers turned to him. Bow the knee.
Lord, they're grateful as well. So. This morning, I'll be in Psalms. We'll be in the 46th chapter, the 121st chapter, and the 146th chapter. Psalms 46, the first verse is, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And in Psalms 121st chapter, the second verse, it says, May help, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And then in Psalms 146, the fifth verse, he writes, Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. And Lord, we just pray that uh, our ears, our hearts, our minds are open to your message this morning. That you pour out your spirit upon this service. And all these things we ask in your name. Amen. Now, I'm sure some of you heard a couple months ago what happened to me at a volleyball game. Uh, if you haven't, I'll explain. We're in the middle of a match. I went to the bathroom because I'm 60. And, uh, but no, I went to, it's the middle of the match. I had to run to the bathroom. As I'm walking out of the bathroom, I suddenly get very hot, very clammy. I get dizzy, and I'm like, I'm going to pass out. And so before I walked back into the gym, I went ahead and got on the floor because I knew that's where I was going to be in a second, and that's where I ended up. Um, paramedics were called. I went home. You know, they checked me out, and by the time they got there and got everything checked me out, I felt better, went home, thought everything was okay. Couple of couple of weeks later, I was off work, and Luke and I went up to the driving range. We're hitting the ball. It's 60 degrees. It's beautiful weather. It's perfect for practice because it's not too hot. But then I got really hot, really dizzy, and I told my son, I'm just going to walk over here and sit in the shade for a minute. And before I got to the shade, once again, I passed out. Um, I couldn't catch my breath. Luke called 911, and before long, one of the guys at the club was there, and he had his AED machine with him. Fortunately, I didn't need that. And, and then a guy showed up at the range to hit balls, and as he walks out onto the range, he looks over, and he sees my son is frantic, calling 911. Uh, and he comes walking over, and it's a doctor. I know, a doctor that plays golf. I know that's crazy, but still. Uh, and... But I felt so blessed that all these people were there to help, especially Luke. Luke was amazing, but unfortunately I scared him to death. But the paramedics arrived and everything checked out okay. And we're still trying to figure out why this is happening. It's happened at volleyball, it's happened at the driving range, and then it happened actually in the doctor's office. Um, I actually had to wear a heart monitor for 10 days, which showed them nothing. Everything seemed to be okay with that. So we're going to... We're trying to figure it out, but once I got home from the range and, re and replayed that day's events over my mind, I was in prayer that night, and I had to be so thankful. You know, I was just praying to God. I was like, God, you know, you're amazing. You, you had a doctor at the range. 
you know, before Luke could even call 911, the guy from the pro shop was out on the range with an AED machine ready to, you know, shock me, which fortunately I didn't need. But even at the game, there was no less than three or four nurses, Shelly. I mean, I was, when I came to, I was surrounded by every nurse that was at the Wheatmore Trinity volleyball game. I mean, whether you were a Trinity fan or Wheatmore fan, it didn't matter. I had every nurse in the gym on, you know, right there in front of me. And it was just amazing that God had sent all this help for me. And, but the, honestly, right before I finished my prayers, I started thinking, I think these people were there more for my child at the driving range than they were for me. And I started thanking God for not just the help that he sent me, but the help he sent my son. You see, I was honestly pretty much unconscious. I wasn't aware of really what was going on. My son, on the other hand, is having to deal with this. All right? He's absolutely about to lose it. He's called 911. Uh, he's yelling for help, anybody that will come over. Um, and then the guy in the clubhouse appears. Then a doctor appears out of nowhere, just gets out of his car and walks out to the range. I think God sent them for Luke, my son. Just when he needed it, God sends help. When we think we can't go any further, God sends help. I mean, sometimes it's very obvious. In Mark chapter 8, Jesus heals a blind man because the man asked Jesus to heal him. That's pretty obvious. But other times, our help may not be as obvious. I realize the people that came out to the driving range were there to help me. But they did more than that. They gave my son the knowledge that everything was going to be okay. You know, once the doctor got there and he goes, son, we're good, we're good, Let me, he's, he's okay. Luke could take a breath and settle down. He was there to help him. God's help comes in a variety of different ways. He provides us with peace in all kinds of situations. In Philippians 4, 6-7, through 7, Paul writes, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's one of my favorite verses, by the way. But he gives us confidence when we're uncertain. Again, in Philippians, uh, the first, first chapter in uh, verse 6, Paul writes again, being confident of this, who began a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Christ Jesus. God wants to help. It may not always be the help we thought we needed, but we, uh, when we open our eyes to the big picture, we can see the work he's doing in our lives. At, uh, at the high school, we have a time we call bulldog time or flex time. Nick, I'm sorry you missed this one, but don't be, don't be. But we have this time called Bulldog Time now, or Flex Time. And it's, it's a time for kids that need remediation or study hall, or they're, they're having trouble in a class to go for 20 minutes to any class that they're struggling with and work on that subject. 
Well, what's amazing to us and the staff members at Trinity are how few of the kids who complain about their grades are not doing well or say they don't understand the material use this time to go get help. I mean, there's other things you can do. There's actually a Harry Potter flex time. You can go in there and watch a movie and then they discuss it. They would rather do that than go work on what they actually need to work on. They say they want help, but yet they don't go out of their way to get it, even when it's being offered. Our Father in Heaven wants to help. He sends help. You ever heard that God helps those who help themselves? You know what verse that is? That's Ben Franklin, chapter 1. Actually, Ben Franklin said that, and to be honest, I believe possibly the opposite is true. I believe God helps the helpless. Because in Isaiah 25, 4, he declares, For you have been a defense from the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, and a shade from the heat. And in Romans, Paul writes, For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. When we need help, he's there. When we think we don't need help, he's still there. Our prayer should always be that God be with those that need him the most, and especially with those that think they need him the least. You know, I was so very blessed to have so many people care about me, at not only at the volleyball game, but at the golf course. But my whole life's been filled with people like that. People who cared that much. The reason I stand up here today is because God's sending people into my life that got me to this point. My parents, Shelly, my kids, Shelly's parents, all my friends, David and Debbie, the pastor picking committee, whatever. I felt like there was one more P in that for some reason. But I'm sure each of you that sit in the pew today have people in your life that were instrumental, that came to your aid, that came to your help, for the re- and that's the reason you're sitting where you're at. If you're watching at home, that's, the, that's why you're watching. There was somebody in your life that God sent to help. God sends help. We have to be smart enough and walking close enough to God to see the help when it gets there. Now, this is a very old story, and everybody's heard it, but it fits so well, I'm going to tell it anyway. But you know all about the town that was being flooded. There's a guy that he knows the flood's coming, so he, but he's gonna, he knows that God's going to send help. So when the flood got too high, he climbed up on the roof of his house, and not long before that, a rowboat came by and said, hey, let us take you with us. And he goes, no, God's, God's going to help me. And then... Not too long after that, a motorboat came by and said, hey, get in the boat, let's go. You know, we're here to help you. And he goes, nope, God's going to save me. And then right at the end, a helicopter comes by. We're standing on the top of this chimney. Everything else is underwater. A helicopter comes by and he goes, let's get in. He goes, buddy, you're, this is it. He goes, nope, God's going to save me. So not long after that, he's standing at the gates of heaven. <laughs> And he asked God, why didn't you save me? And he said, well, I sent you a rowboat, a motorboat, and a helicopter. We can't be afraid to ask for help. And we can't be afraid to see it when it gets there. 
The closer our walk with Christ, the more we see the help. We know where it's coming from. But he's always going to help. My son, Luke, had no problem screaming for help. His dad's laying on the ground. He had no problem yelling for help. But we don't have to be in such a traumatic situation to ask for help like that. When things are going right, ask for help. When things aren't going right, ask for help. If you have trouble with your neighbor, trouble with a co-worker, ask for help. Prayer is 9-11. Not 11, you like that? Prayer is, I can't even read what I wrote. I'm seeing some of this for the first time too. Prayer is 9-1-1 for most situations. When you need help, prayer is there. He loves you. He cares about you. I love the song that we sang earlier. If he's worried that much about a sparrow, how much is he worried about you? How much is he worried about you? Sometimes we just can't handle it. And that's when we say, God, I just cannot handle this on my own. I need help. He'll be there. It may not be the help you think is coming, but it's coming. We are never above asking for help. Moses asked for help. Noah asked for help. David certainly asked for help. We read all about him asking for help all in Psalms. Psalms is a help book. The disciples on a sinking ship asked for help. Help is there when we need it. You just need to realize when you need it. Don't wait until your ship's underwater. When you see the first wave, ask for help. And remember the guy on the roof. It may not always, it may not always be the help you were looking for, but help is coming. We're going into a new year. And like Shelly said, if you picked a word, think about it. And things are going to go great in 2024. And then things are going to go bad in 2024. But there will be help. When it's good and it's bad, there's always going to be help. Let's have a time of open worship.
hearts and minds are at ease. Please stand as we sing our benediction. Please receive this benediction. Heavenly Father, I know that going into a new year, that you will always be there. And Lord, I'm not going to pray for help when we need it because it's already there. Lord, just help us to recognize it and to be walking close enough for you to see it. Lord, I, I pray so hard for all those that need you. Lord, I pray even more for those that think they need you the least. Help us as we go out this week to reflect you in everything that we do. And all these things we ask in your name.